John the Baptist, the last of the prophets of the Old Testament, and the gate into the New Testament to Jesus' coming. John the Baptist, the herald of Jesus and his miraculous gift of himself to man. Everyone, this morning, I just want to give you a simple, straightforward three-point homily on John the Baptist as a man of faith, in many ways as the man of faith, that he gives us what it looks like to have faith. And we have his example as we enter into Advent, the coming of Jesus, he is our image that the church proposes. So first, number one, John the Baptist believed, right, in the coming of the Messiah. That John the Baptist couldn't be who he was supposed to be if he didn't believe in the coming of the Messiah. It's so basic, right? But faith, faith is always tied to knowledge, our knowing of the mysteries of God, and our belief in those mysteries. As, right, the last of the prophets, he had faith. He believed that God would fulfill his plan, right? And the promises that God in the Old Testament promised would come to fulfillment, that he would send his Messiah during the time of John the Baptist, That's what John the Baptist believed, right? He was able to prepare the way because he believed. He was able to prepare the way because he believed. The doubts that we often have, everyone, right? The very human reality in which we live, doubts are part of it. Do we have the faith to turn to Jesus, right? To ask him, Jesus, what do you want to teach me in this doubt? What does this mean? I know your promises will be fulfilled. To turn to him, to ask for greater belief in his mysteries. That Jesus Christ, in fact, came, lived among us, and rose from the dead. Doubt and faith being opposites. In that experience, the remedy is always faith. Number two, John the Baptist, right, believed in the coming of the Messiah. And from that, he was able to recognize who the Messiah was. Right? He was able to recognize Jesus as the living God living among us. Faith, everyone is the grace, is the theological virtue that establishes the relationship between God and man. Without faith, we have no relationship with God. Faith is how God bridges this gap between our finite reality, our little world, our own personal right reality. And the infinite God. He gives us what we call faith. This grace to believe that what he proposes is true. And in fact, faith, I love this line. Faith allows us to touch God. 
Without faith, we cannot be in relationship with the living God. And it's more than just, right, oh, we know each other. He's just some thing that I know. But I can actually be in a real lived relationship with the triune living God. That's what faith gives us. This ability to live in relationship with him. To be one with him. That our relationship with God is always based on faith. It's always based on faith. And faith is always the answer. We simply ask him for it. Right? To recognize God in our life. We have faith, everyone, because you're baptized. You have been given the gift of faith. And so if we have in our heart the doubt, the worry, I just don't see God. Can't seem to recognize him in the world today. He doesn't seem to be here in my life. We know because we have faith, he's here and he's with us. And so we have to start to put words and concepts to understanding and being able to uh, see how God works. When you leave Mass here today and you experience a sense of greater peace and stability in your life, that God's just so good to me. That's not just some nice thought and feeling that you have. It doesn't just come from you. Mass isn't just some therapeutic thing that we do to make ourselves feel better. But God is truly at work. And Jesus is whispering to your soul, right, that consolation, that beautiful gift of himself. And to accept that in faith, to understand that's what God sounds like. And he's trying to strengthen your faith. To accept that, to recognize it's God at work, is so important. So John the Baptist, the man of faith, believed... He recognized, and then what did John the Baptist do? He brought others to Jesus. He brought others to Jesus, right? They talk about this baptism of repentance, that he did a baptism of repentance. Jesus would baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire, right? Baptism of repentance. Without, our, without repenting, it's extremely difficult for us to recognize and enter into this relationship with Jesus. That's what John the Baptist is pointing out to the Pharisees, right? He says, he calls them very strong words, right? Brood of vipers, etc. Show that you have repented. Because it's so hard to recognize, right? And bring others to Christ. If we haven't repented from our sin, that Jesus wants us to repent from our sin and to bring others to him. John the Baptist, immediately after this gospel, everyone, he says his famous lines to the apostles, right? Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. He points out the Lamb who will be slain, who has given himself for us in the one sacrifice of the cross, which we re which is represented to us here at Mass in his body, blood, soul, and divinity, that when the priest holds up the body and blood of Jesus Christ, we say, behold the Lamb of God, every Mass, just as John the Baptist did 
this reality that draws us to himself in the liturgy, but also to go out and bring others to Jesus, as John the Baptist did, that it's the gift of faith and this gratitude for what we have received that we bring Jesus to others, not because of a duty, but because we have experienced this profound gift of faith that we didn't earn, that we don't deserve. Today at Mass, the Lamb of God, to ask Jesus for greater faith. Jesus, help us to believe that you indeed are the Eucharist. Even though sometimes it's hard to see you, in faith we know it's you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world.